Somebody shout glory. glory. Today I want to talk about light and the darkness. I don't know how I will try as best as possible to do this. It's like when God goes incognito. Remember that web thing you have where you don't want to leave traces? I don't know if that thing is actually very effective. Please correct me. Is it effective? Because sometimes I go there, I see the last thing I did. Am I supposed to see it? Anyways. It's most times through scripture, you will see that God is not always obvious. You can see God in everything. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes to certain things, if you look through the eyes, the human eyes alone, you might miss out on it. When God goes incognito, light in the darkness. It's beautiful that when God was going to call for light in Genesis 1, he didn't go and import the light from somewhere out of darkness. What did he do? He called for light out of darkness. Meaning no matter how dark the situation is, for instance, our nation, your life, whatever it is, guess what? There is hope right there. Is somebody with me? There is light right there. Someone said there's light right here. So let's take a quick lesson from Moses and Jesus. Exodus chapter 1. Let's go to Exodus chapter 1. One of the things I noticed is this. Every time there is about to be deliverance, or God is raising a deliverer. Or God is introducing a new season. Guess what? The devil goes mad. The devil goes mad. Not because he exactly knows what to do. But it's almost like when he begins to see favor on certain people. When he begins to experience certain things. Like he can almost like mm, something is about to happen. Praise God. And what he does, he looks for greedy, wicked people. And he can partner with them to afflict his enterprise. Or to carry out his enterprise. Get, hallelujah. Exodus chapter 1. Let's go there quickly. Glory to God. Um, go to verse 8. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. 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 Eventually a new king came in power who knew nothing about Joseph or what he had done. I find this hard to believe because Egypt was like a center of civilization. So they, if they could create memories and tombs of um, past things that have happened, how could they forget a time that was serious famine? And somebody, is it possible, somebody, they rose a pharaoh that did not think there's a need to favor Joseph. They rose a pharaoh that did not think there was a need to, so what? <laughs> Praise God. And that's why you have to build with God. If you build, you'll be gone. Joseph was gone. He didn't know what was about to happen. But there rose a pharaoh that didn't know what was done. He said to the people, look, the people of Israel now outnumber us and are stronger than we are. I, want to, I don't know if they carried out an exercise to really determine that. That is to say that sometimes the devil just looks at you and is threatened. What I realize is you are not threatened about what there, where there is no value. You are only threatened because you presume or you assume that there's something about that person that is going to put your life at risk. Amen? It says, if we don't, and if war breaks out, they will join our enemies and fight against us. And they'll escape from the country. The very people, the very people, the very person that the Lord used to save that nation and the nations of the earth, all of a sudden is a threat. Let me tell you something. A lot of believers begin to rest when they enter victory zone. You rest when you see breakthrough. You don't put down your armor. You stay in joy, but you can rejoice with your armor on. Because you see, most of times, after your breakthrough, you are, is even your most vulnerable moment. Because if you are not careful, you think that that breakthrough is God is the end of it. You see, in your life, being alive, you are a threat to the devil. So do, does that mean you live perpetually afraid of the devil? No. 
but do not undermine the devil. But be more aware of what you carry. Praise God. So the Egyptians made the Israelites their slave. They appointed brutal slave drivers over them. But you see, what is interesting here is this Pharaoh thing is one coming up with this idea. This Pharaoh thinks that is the one that is about to afflict the people. I'm going to let's let's enslave them. Somebody laugh. Because even the devil is a pawn in the hands of God. Even the devil is he will end up fulfilling God's. He will end up. He will end up his enterprise. God has a way. He's looking at you. If the Lord allows, I've said it before, because He's going to use it. How do I know? Genesis 15, 13 to 14. Look at this quickly. Long before Pharaoh, this Pharaoh existed, long before Joseph even went there. Somebody laugh. No, no, you don't get me. Somebody laugh. Because when next you see the situation going on in your life, what do you do? Laugh. Because the devil does not have the right, he doesn't create anything. So when the devil is plotting and plotting, just ensure that you are, in Christ, you are the righteous of God in Christ Jesus, no doubt. But ensure that you are not partnering with him. The moment you are sure you are not partnering with the devil, just begin to laugh. You know why? Everything is working together for your good. The devil thinks he is intelligent. But look at Genesis 15, 13 to 14. And the Lord said to Abraham, you can be sure that your descent, you can be what? <laughs> eh, I'm telling you that some things that happen, you don't have control. You see, we forget the sovereignty of God when we talk about this. Oh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Yeah, you are blessed, no doubt. But the blessing of God does not negate the sovereignty of God. The peace of God, the justice of God does not negate the, 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 the peace of God. What do I mean by that? Sometimes we think that God is conflicted. How can he be just and is also the God of vengeance? Are you, are you okay, God? When do you know he's God? Is God when it's just trust me? The people that need to receive the vengeance will receive it. You must know the God you serve. I recommend this book by A.W. Toza, The Attributes of God. He broke down certain things about the characters of God. Like, don't worry, someone say, God is a God of peace, God is a God, it's just God, He's merciful. So, you think mercy and justice are fighting? That's why when you're praying to God to avenge you, you really can't trust because ah, he's a peaceful God. His peace does not negate his strength. His peace itself is strength. Look at this, somebody. The Lord said, you can be... <laughs> That's why he said in the book of um, Isaiah 40... 54. He said, even the weapon the enemy is using, who created it? Who, who, who conjured it? In fact, sometimes the enemy, those army, God uses use them to create his justice. Yes. But he said, no weapon. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. So while the devil thinks he's afflicting your life, there are some things that have been written. Now, you ask me, why did God write? I don't know. When we get to him, we'll ask him. I'm not going to be one of those who try to tell you I can explain everything. No, I don't. That's why it's called a mysterious God. If you can't accept the mystery of God with everything else, you're not ready to embrace the totality of God. It's a mysterious God for a reason. Meaning you can't figure it out with your head. Some people are arguing about Job. Why will Job be this? Why will God do this? Why will God do that? Why you guys say we understand? You see, because when you behold him, you see answers already. Have you been in the place of worship? All of a sudden, all the things you're saying, God, why? Everything just melts away. How much more when you behold God? Did he say that the 24 elders are still asking him, God, why did you allow Abraham? 
So he said that you can be rest assured. <laughs> your descendants. See, this is not up for negotiation. Pray for strength for them. That's why some of you, you are in the midst of something. What you need to pray for is strength. Because surely if you know what the other side holds, you will thank God for that which you're going through. See, there will be strangers in foreign land and will be up. There will be what? There will be what? So what will God use to oppress the Israelites? So when Pharaoh woke up one day, I said, I don't like them. I slaved them. In his mind, he thought he came up with the idea. You see, because he didn't come up with the idea, he can't control the outcome. Because he didn't come up with the idea, it doesn't determine when he, he asked. God said 400. So he said the person that elongated this 400 was not the Egyptians, it was an Israelite. It wasn't the devil that moved it from 400 to 430. It was who? Moses. Who get there? Somebody laugh. So sometimes it's not so obvious because you go expect, how can a good God, you are a good God. Why am I going to be slavery for 400 years? Why am I 35 and I'm not married, but you are a good God? Why, 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 why? You need to move from the place of why to the place of God. What are you doing? Praise God. Let's go back to Exodus. So what can we learn from this? Hallelujah. Somebody laugh. I'm really going to laugh all the day. <laughs> So now, looking at this scripture, I look at what Pharaoh came up with. Let's enslave them. Who is the joke on? Who is the joke on? Isaiah 54, 16 to 17 says, I have created, created the blacksmith. Who finds the coal beneath the forge and make a weapon of destruction? <laughs> Even the destructor did not invent what he's using. He said, I've created the armies that destroy, but, somebody say, but. You see, that's God's interjection. You can't use that war, you can't use that weapon anyhow. If God is not, if God did not cause it, if God did not stop it, He will do what? He will use it. Praise God. So let's learn lessons. Number one, Pharaoh did not initiate it. Number two, Pharaoh was threatened. He was scared. You can't be threatened by something that doesn't have value. So the devil does not go to a place where he can't steal, he can't kill, he can't destroy. He's wasting his time, man. He doesn't waste time. So if there's perpetual pressure on your life, attacking you, like, guess what? You are a vault. Is somebody with me? You watch all this movie, like that one people like to watch. You people. That you people are crying that they caught a thief. It's amazing. And some of you are fasting and praying that the thief should not be dealt with. It's amazing. Amazing. I won't mention the name of the movie. You don't know the movie? The ones that know it are laughing already. There's one movie that was going around about criminals. They've done it in different places. Praise God. You don't know it. Glory to God. I thank God for your renewed mind. <laughs> there is no way you see them plotting in a, in a movie to go and loot an empty vault. They are. Wow, wow, wow. Bishop, mm, a lot of you people paint your mumbo. <laughs> you see, there's no way. So when you see them planning, have you seen them planning, scheming to go to a place that we just like, we just love the vault. We just want to admire the vault. The devil doesn't come near your life if there's nothing to steal. If there's nothing to kill. If there's nothing to destroy. If there's nothing to pervert. If there's nothing to take away from you, the devil does not waste time. What is the essence of stealing from the one that you control? 
What is the essence? Praise God. So Pharaoh was threatened. Why? The blessing introduced abundance. And all of a sudden, the devil, devil was mad. Verse 1, you see the multiplication triggered envy. For some of you, the cost of favor, some of, one of the other side of favor is envy. How many of you agree with me? Are you the only one? People begin to say things about you. You see, that's why you, if you don't have understanding, you sit down there and try to explain to the world why you're favored. Verse 11 says, Exodus 1, 11. See, listen to me. Let's go to verse 11. Verse 11. You see, so Egyptians made Israel like their slaves. They appointed brutal slave drivers over them. Let's read that next verse together. I'm using NLT. Let's go. Open. Let's go. Open. Wow. 11. I just say let's go to it. Like, let's go together. 11. I'm just joking. Let's read 11 together. One to go. Hold it. The devil is open that all his assaults could crush you down, could put you down, could stop you from moving, could just help, just give up on God. So I wrote here, the assault is against your destiny and your light. The assault is against, you need to understand what's at stake or what his enemy is after. If you don't understand it, you will pray and fight wrongly. The devil, the assault, the essence of this intense attack, the essence of this intense battle of your mind. I always tell somebody, I love the way Bill says this, that sometimes you can almost know where a place of value is by where the enemy is knocking at the most. Your mind, your mind, your mind. Is there something about your mind that will unlock change? Your finance, your finance, your finance. Is there something about you being a wealthy place? If you don't know what is at stake, oh God, why me? As against God, show me what is it. Hi, yeah, 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 yeah. Is it possible the devil has more intel about you than you have intel about yourself? Praise God. Verse 12. But when the Egyptians oppressed them, <laughs> somebody laugh. Is this not the case of Nigeria? <laughs> the more the Israelites multiplied and spread, and the more alarmed the Egyptians became. Somebody laugh. The devil is trying. Is there somebody I'm talking to in this place? Is this you? You can jump up on your feet and shout hallelujah. If that is you, where the devil is throwing at you, but you're still praising. Okay, just few of them. Okay, just few of them. I said it the other day, you underestimate what you have been through. That is why you think you are not progressing. Some people don't, cannot survive out of the things you've been through. That you're still in church, you're still praising God. You're not, you're not, you have not gone to progressive Christianity to so explain, okay, God doesn't do this anymore, but you're still trusting God. The height of it, you're still believing God for you. You're praying to God to help people have what you are still trusting God for. You see, and guess what? The devil doesn't give up easily. So, do you have an explanation of why you pray more and it's as if there's more attack? Do you have an explanation now? That the more you go deeper, the more the devil goes angrier. The more you are progressing in faith, the more the devil is throwing things. Can it really be? Praise God. The moment David was anointed king, what happened? All hell broke loose. When he was just singing in the, in the bad side, Oh lion, go back, don't come near my sheep. The devil was like, okay. 
But the moment the oil came, and what was the oil for? The oil was not for him. The moment there is an anointing upon your life, which we all have, for, to liberate a people, you become the devil's most wanted whatever. Why? David was not anointed to be king to Fav. David was anointed king to lead a people. God's own choice people. Uh -uh. Kill him. Mm, I'm going somewhere. But let's go to verse 15 and 20. I love it. 15 and 20. No, no, no. So, 13. So the Egyptians walked the people of Israel without mercy. You people are multiplying. We're saying frustrate them. They are multiplying. They are praising. Oh yeah, increase it. Some people say we are praying too much in Nigeria. Try it. Try to do Nigeria without prayers. Try to do Nigeria without prayers. If it's truly that, it's because we are poor. The rich nation should not be killing themselves and should not be dying. I said the, the whole earth is, is groaning and weeping. And like, the, there's a particular culture, don't even mention their name. They appointed another leader thinking that it will solve the problem. Now they're saying they should get the leader out again. The leader's not even done two months. Even the experts are confused. Why? This is the time for the sons and daughters of God. This is the time where you come out and you profess solution, not because of just statistics. Statistics on one hand, the Holy Ghost upon you. This is not the time where you are careful or you are, you are conscious of being a light. This is not the time you explain a way that you are born again. This is the time whereby, without saying a word, you are busting forth on all sides. This is the time whereby you enter realms, not just atmosphere. You shift realms. You're going somewhere. Praise God. And it's increasing. Verse 15. Then Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, gave this order to the Hebrew midwives and all. He said, when you help the Hebrew people, kill them. If the baby is a boy, kill it. If it's a girl, let her leave. Because he was angry. But because the midwife fears, feared God, they refused to obey the king's order. Do you know what would have happened to them? See, verse 15 to 20 shows you that God is never stranded. Somebody laugh. <laughs> so in, 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 oh my God. In Pharaoh's mind, killing them, he has gotten rid of it. But Pharaoh just thought he was being angry, but he didn't understand that what he was working again was the plan because at that point... At the point of that law was when Moses was going to be born. There's no coincidence, even the things of the Spirit. Why did the Pharaoh get angry three years before or ten years before? Why? 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 Maybe you are in this country for such a time as this. Why was it not our fathers that is dealing with what we are dealing with? It was you. Maybe perhaps there's something on your inside that can resist the devil like never before. That's why an army is not just reason. An army has reason. That will not take no for an answer. Somebody with me. Pharaoh goes mad. Verse 22. Wiped out the old generation. Indirectly trying to truncate God's plan. Thankfully that is impossible. Somebody laugh. Your laughter. You're already getting tired. <laughs> Every time there is about to be deliverance. The devil goes mad and introduces massacres. The devil goes mad and introduces unbelievable, unthinkable things. And that is why if you look for the news as a source of good news, you'll be depressed. Because if you look with your eyes, you might not see what God is doing. Somebody say light in the dark. Every time you see darkness, rejoice because there's light inside. And that's why God did not have to go out and import light from outside. He called for light from where? Darkness. 
Isaiah 60, he said, Arise, shine. For what? For your light has come. And the glory of the Lord. The next slide. The next line. Darkness covered the earth. Deep darkness. It should say that light covers the earth because you are shining everywhere should be. No. You are light because there's darkness. Is somebody with me? You are light because there's darkness. What is the essence of light if everywhere is lit up? Glory to God. Exodus chapter 2. Let's go there quickly. Exodus 2. About this time. Somebody say about this time. Hey. About this time that the devil is going mad in this nation. God is finding the toughest. The Bible says in the book of 2 Kings. No, 1 Kings. He said that if they, he was telling Elijah, go and anoint Elisha, Ehu, Jehu. He said if they escape the sword of Jehu, they will not escape the sword of Azahel. If they escape the sword of Azahel, they will not escape the sword of Elisha. In this time when the devil, Jezebel was going mad, guess what? The Lord was anointing his own reservoir to deal with Jezebel. What am I saying? In the darkest of time is where God anoints his most and unleashes his most deadly weapon. Deadly weapon of victory. That's like a paradox. What do I mean? When it's like it's dark, God is anointing Jehu. Why is he anointing if he doesn't know there will be victory? What am I saying? As dark as whatever, I know. I can't even imagine what you were going through with this Naira thing, with this Forex thing, and we are going everything. But as you are doing it, as you are crying, begin to... Begin to laugh. You see, that thing is crazy. Driving a crazy devil mad. You should not laugh in the face of famine. He said, laugh at famine. It is a prayer. He said, laugh. You should not sing when you are barren. He said, sing. It's as if when the devil is going this way, God says, do the opposite. About this time. Someone say, about this time. I am emerging. Someone say, about this time. When it looks like everything is against us. When it looks like everything is against us, Nigeria is emerging. I am emerging. About this time, a man and a woman from the tribe of Levi got married. He got married. They got married. Why should they marry in such a time? God is saying, don't stop celebrating. Don't carry gloomy face. Don't carry scarcity face. It's practical, guys. You have to practice this. It's like an acting movie. Despite your, your insight, yesterday after praying, you know, we're praying, for, we're praying, we have watches and one of the other places I'm part of. At 9 p.m. we'll be praying. So when I was done praying 9 p.m. and declaring, ah, I felt, oh God, Holy Ghost. Just, I don't know, as I was about to go to bed, I said, let me just read. I always check news quickly to see, okay, Lord, what we prayed about. Ah, I saw some, I was about to say, ah, ah. wrong. I said, mm. I will not undo what I've just said with... It has to get, it will get that darker. See, there's nothing that is happening that God did not predict. Nothing. So he's not a liar. He said, gross darkness the people. When we're coming into the new year, Pastor Tyro declared what? Isaiah 60, arise. Why will God tell you arise in darkness? And you're seeing darkness, you're angry. So where will you arise now? What will, what will set the stage for your arising? The woman gave birth to a son. She, was, she, saw, she saw that the baby was special and she kept it eating for three months. You see? <laughs> Somebody laugh. Pharaoh was busy killing. But the seed of God cannot die. Then Pharaoh was in his mind. He has he's, I've kept it under. He didn't even know what he was fighting against. He didn't even know that God is about to bring a deliverance to his house. 
Somebody laugh. Somebody laugh. Your life is going to be a parable. The devil will be so confused. He thought he has got you figured out because you were crying yesterday. Wanted to see you shouting this morning and he's thinking that it's short-lived. But you add dance to it. You add seed to it. You add seven to it. He gets angry, introduces more, but you don't back out. Why? You have a revelation. Now, you know, we read this story. When those people were going through this thing, they don't know this. Now that you're reading this, so there's a reason why you can read their own story so that you can have a testimony. So when the enemy thinks he's winning, God's plan is so secured. Exodus verses 1 and 2. Exodus 2 verses 1 and 2. Even in the midst of darkness, people were still birthing. Don't abort what you carry because of darkness. Somebody with me. Why will you get married? It's not the way you use all the contraceptive of this life and tie the womb. Tie it. You, give, you are getting married in a time where there's a law. You don't know. There's no scan. You don't know whether you are getting. How dare you get pregnant? That's the, what the devil is trying to do. Imagine that um, um, Moses' parents did not have the audacity to birth in the midst of that. I'm talking to somebody that you have packed shop because of dollar. You have packed shop because of naira. You have stopped. Okay, let's even leave those ones you can't control. What about your imagination? You have stopped dreaming because of the news. What is the business of the news? Do you, do you, is news the passcode to your imagination? But it will become hindrance if you don't continue to renew your mind. So they gave birth. No, verse 2 and 3, it takes courage to birth, nurture, and have faith in spite of darkness. How dare you keep, please, have you, how many of you have nursed a three months, Alfreda and all the nursing mother say amen? amen. Yes, nothing father. On behalf of Claire, you know, he has to say, you know. You see, they, do, they did it together, so he doesn't, you know, you know, there's no division of labor, it's them together, amen? I hope that's what it is. <laughs> Praise God. Three months old baby, what, what's that like? You used to shh, and they keep quiet. Please, how do they keep this child for three months? What do you think must have been their states? Anything can happen. What if they come in and find us? So, those of you who are going through the tension of protecting your destiny, you are not alone. The tension of, you, you, you are pressed on all sides, but you carry this treasure in earthen vessel. That the excellency of God may be known, made known. You know that God is good, but the outside is not looking like it, but you are fighting for your faith. You are not alone. Somebody say, I'm not alone. It takes courage to birth in the time of darkness. It takes courage to think about your life. I say, you know what? I'll be going on this way. Can we celebrate the testimonies today? Oh my God. It takes courage to come out and say, God broke 23, year, 23 years bondage. And I, I thank God for this church. You are not sinners. I say, oh my God. Oh my God. If you use eggs on your own life, we'll see all the things that God didn't need to break. But God is breaking it in the name of Jesus. The testimony for me is by the There's nothing. It takes courage to keep trusting God. And she will keep coming to church. And she will keep serving. And it will show up again. And you will get up again. And you believe God again. You trust God again. You've wept. You, some of you have been weeping. You've confessed. Your mouth has gone out on confession. You've done all that you need to do, do. And nothing is changing. It takes courage to keep believing. You know at that moment you've gone beyond what you will collect who you are trusting. You've gone beyond what the Lord has promised to the one that is giving the promise himself. Somebody say, I'll be courageous. And we see in verse 3, Exodus 2, 3, no matter how courageous you are, you still need to trust God. Your courage isn't replacement for your faith or to get to a point where you trust your own wisdom. How do I know? He got to a point, he had to let go of the baby. 
even in a time of darkness, the Lord will ask you to do some crazy things. Do you know what that would have been like? You would have hoped that after three months, Pharaoh would change his mind. This way some of you are already helping God to calculate the how. I said, relinquish the how and trust the God to manage the how. They would have trusted that God would, there would be a law. How many, like we're praying, Lord Jesus, a law will just come out. I stop trusting in what the law and can, law cannot do. I, stop trust, I start trusting in God. So much so that when I trust the God, in God, no matter the policy, I thrive. And while we continue to teach and empower people, can I quickly digress and say, we have a big work on our hand as a church. Because I want to believe those bank managers, those POS people, those people in the field, some of them are workers, they are deacons, some may be pastors, they may be best givers in the church. How come your gospel is not translated to have compassion? It's not just the POS guys, where did they get it from? The audacity for people to hide new notes behind old notes. I said, when you are praying for this nation, you don't understand. You are praying against the stronghold of weaknesses. Before you point and God forbid you do the same. How do I know? Half of the time, God just keep my family and I. That's all your prayer. You really don't care about the IDPs. I saw a picture of children. Do you know that to send a child in sending IDPs, 3,000 errands sent to school? Your twingon money that you cannot send on errand. But how can you send your money on errand when you have not even stayed in place of intercession and to care enough about other people? Say, Lord Jesus, from today, my life, my essence will be to your glory. Praise God. So she might have trusted that maybe they would change the law. Oh, my Lord did not change you. Three months. I mean, and at that point, guess what the devil introduced? Disappointment. After you have waited three months, hoping that you, you are still going to give out this. So why did I go and give the baby out in the beginning? Why did they kill this baby? But they released the baby. And this is why I say, if you look verse 4, it's interesting. She sent the sister to stand in a distance. Talk about stewardship. Stewarding what God has given them. Stewarding what God, in the face of darkness. Stewarding what God has given. In the face of darkness, stewarding what God has given. Somebody, somebody laugh. Somebody laugh. See, when you come to the end of yourself, just know that God is not scratching his head in heaven. He's the master strategist himself. I beg, why is it that time? How come it was not Potiphar's wife that came to the stream? How come it wasn't a Potiphar's slave that came to the stream? It was Pharaoh's daughter. <laughs> that one was killing on the outside, not knowing. God was setting serious plan behind him. The daughter came saw the baby. Of course they would have known that the baby was an Egyptian baby. If God could find compassion through someone that's not in faith, how much more you and I? And she took the baby home. You know what I wrote? The wisdom of God unquestionable. is unfathomable. You can't fathom it. Because how do you explain that Pharaoh will still go to use his money to raise the one that is going to judge him? Did you get me? You didn't get me? He's not just raising another Israelite. He's raising the very one that will bring the judgment of God upon his life. In his house. Somebody laugh. Somebody laugh. Now picture your life. All the carcass, all the planning the devil is doing. And just picture how the Lord will turn it around. So when Psalms 136 says, when the Lord turn around the captivity of Zion, like, because the thing will be like movie. If you go to Matthew chapter 2, the same thing. The news of the birth of Jesus triggered Herod. 
Verse 2 to 6, even the prophecy did not disabuse his mind from acting cruelly. Is that what blows my mind? He said, the wicked want to be wicked. He went to find out, is that true? Where did they say the Messiah will be born? They told him he will be born in Bethlehem. So there's a knowing between him, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and all the seas. That this probably is the Messiah, but they still did not believe. He tried to connive again. Tried to use, find a way to, to go against the will of God. I said, please tell me when you find them. Then when he found out that they, they didn't tell him, the wise men didn't tell him, he got angry. What did he do again? What did he do again? Massacre. You, are you seeing the pattern here? David own was not tried to kill, wasn't killed at birth, but even David was forgotten. When we were looking for who to honor, they didn't remember David. Talks a lot about his birth, talks a lot about his life. The moment he was anointed, what happened? The devil got mad and tried to kill him. Through who? Saul. But look at this, verse 13. Instruction came forth to preserve the seed of redemption. As I'm saying, just go to 13. Instruction came. Oh, yeah, carry your. That's not way some of you will be more, you think more righteous and more holy than God. Praise the Lord. Joseph obeyed immediately, verse 14. Verse 16 to 17, Herod went ballistic. He got angry, started killing. Kill all of them. Verse 19, even Herod died. Even the wicked cannot live forever. See, the wicked cannot determine when they will die. So what do I do? I trust the one that controls life and death, which is God Almighty. Somebody following me today. When God looks invincible, when it looks like you don't know, you, you see darkness, trust me, there's light on the inside. Now, let's look at lessons from both of them. Number one, notice both stories centered around the birth of something. Every time God is introducing something new, the devil tries to fight. Introduce that this was men trying to truncate something. Introduce that this, 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 these two stories is centered around God about to deliver a people. God was about to fulfill his prophecy about ending 400 and the devil got mad. And I knew he did not know whatever reason. Praise God. Jesus, the Lord was sending the Redeemer will be enslaved. That was when Herod, they've been born in children since now. That was when Herod, God knew he wanted to kill people. But thank God the seed of God never dies. Number two, the enemy launches full-blown assault when he knows that there's a shift. The question is, do you know there's a shift in your life? Can you tell that there's a shift in your life? Have you ever noticed that after every great meeting, how many of you ever noticed great meetings, you receive prophetic word, you are going on the eyes as if somebody just came and you just pin against your balloon. Pua. And all of us are like, was that a lie? Ah uh-uh, ah, Mumari Holy Ghost. Ah uh-uh, ah, I was floating. It's a lie. Someone says it's a lie. It's a lie of the devil. The devil comes after every time there's a birthing. Every time, for lack of a better word, when that butterfly is about to emerge, the devil tries to convince you to stay in the cocoon. Tries to tell you that, no, they hate you. You may never understand Moji's testimony. Ha! The war she fought. In fact, I always joke with her. This interview she went for, <laughs> somebody laugh. <laughs> if you allow God, even your ignorance, the Lord will begin to nudge you to the place of truth. Bishop's message. And thank God for our heart to learn. Even the interview, they say, Where do you see yourself in five years? My friend says, She does not know. <laughs> she, 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 she just said something. When she told me what she said, I said, Ah. But the rejected stone became the. I'm seeing. What's what? I'm hearing Moji say, I'm saying, Ah. Oremi. 
don't even follow her story. She's building things. She's creating experience. But it's not far-fetched. You know why? She was a campus pastor. All this organizing, all these things she's doing, she has been doing it since. But in that darkness, the light was there. It was not a new Moji that was born when she started this new job. It was the same Moji. But guess what? Pressure brought out what was eating on the inside. I'm saying to you that it's just, that's you. That you. 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 There's something on your inside. Forget the past. Forget all the things the devil is trying to make you remember. There's something. It's not a new you that will be born. It's just a new mindset that will be activated. You just have to be, it takes courage to say I've been stupid. I heard a message yesterday and my husband and I was like, ah, I want to preach about preaching during relationship time. It takes courage to say I've been foolish. It takes courage to say I've been wrong. Oh yeah, Lord, redecorate my life. How can you be forming for God? God, redecorate this foolishness. <laughs> God, make a masterpiece out of this insecurity. Tell people, ah, I'm afraid, oh, but watch me. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Somebody laugh. So every time there's about to be a bathing, the devil goes crazy. He starts to skip. So when you see some funny policies, funny things around your time of your emergence, after a prophetic word, guess what, guess what, guess what? He might be mad, but there's one doing grace passing. <laughs> there's one that will use that foolishness, that wickedness will just be a pun in the hands of It's just to make the testimony more sweeter. I'll be out with us. Moses come and give it. I praise the name of the Lord where the one that part the Red Sea and dealt with Pharaoh but was raised by Pharaoh. <laughs> Pharaoh will have called him Moses. You see, I'm going to give you all of your, you, you are not my biologist, but I love you like a son. So I'm going to give you second place or third place in Egypt. Look at, do you like Ramses town? Say, mm, I like Ramses town. Not knowing that God is going to make a mockery. It's just a, the person that is God, God is going to use to deal with you is right behind you. The same way you are the one that the devil doesn't know. You are going to make a mockery of the devil. Those areas that he has afflicted you, like Funke now. Everybody that is dealing with pornography, go and meet after church, he will pray with you. Because you see, the same grace, after you have been comforted, comfort others. You know what that is? Why did God go and say that someone has to comfort somebody that has gone with pornography? You're going to make a mockery. So when the devil says, ah, what about pornography? You just arrive. Do you know where I am right now? Ask something. Do you know what that is? It, it blows the mind of the devil. The one that was a captive now is the one keeping that one, the captor, in captive. Did you get that? The one that was enslaved by that thing has been set free. You are now the one looking at that very thing and setting other people free. So you are telling the devil, devil, you will regret. That's what I said. If they are known, not have crucified the king of glory. Devil, everything you have set against me, you will wish you had never come against me because it's only propelling me to get up and not just set myself free, but set an entire people free. So Pharaoh thought he wiped out a generation. But only if he knew. God does not need a whole generation to set a whole generations. Did you get that? God does not need a whole generation to set generations free. He just needs a seed. One seed. Is it possible Pharaoh did not, Moses not really have friends because they were killing all the two-two-year-old brothers, boys and below. He really didn't have friends. So he might have felt out of place. He might, so some of you feel out of place. I, I feel different. Don't worry. God is going to use that difference. Because all of a sudden, God is going to use a seed to deal, set a generation. Because it wasn't only a generation that was allowed to go out of Egypt. They even carried the bone of um, Joseph. <laughs> Somebody laugh. <laughs> When, when you are done, the devil will, 
you know, you, you know some of you that think that God is fighting, devil and God are doing fighting. No, 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 no. God could have dealt with the devil, but that was beneath him. He said, devil, I'm going to create one like me. And he's going to deal with you. That's, that's the essence of all of this. He made you in his image. I've given them all authority. They are like me. But instead of me coming to begin to fight you, uh-uh, there's one I've created. So, you know, you, know, you, 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 you are, the devil hates you, God. Because you're a reminder of what it could have been. Yes. He can't have worship. Now you're worshiping and connecting to heaven. The one that before when you do like guag, guag, everything is worship, you just come hallelujah with your off key. You don't even know key. Heaven is open. Do you know what that is? You are a constant reminder that the devil is a failure. You are a constant reminder that the devil failed. You are a constant reminder that the devil was kicked. They did not ask him, please leave. He was what? Thrown down, kicked out. Now you can go boldly to the throne of grace. No barrier. Your Holy Spirit inside of you. Guess what? It was not even a son. No. It was just acting dead. You, you were made in the image of God. The person, you are God on legs. All, not some authority. All has been given to you. All. You are not afraid of the one that should be afraid of you. So you are wondering why the assault is in much. He hates you. Is that, you they, you they anger the guy. Praise God. What do they have in common? The parents were audacious and obedient to God. Both Moses' parents and Jesus' parents, they were audacious. Look at Joseph. We don't talk a lot about Joseph. We talk about Mary. Mary is great. But what about Joseph? I see the year and they go. He's not making sense. Do you understand? The first story that they carry your wife. I'm not married. He's pregnant. You don't have any prophecy book to go to to validate it. There are prophecy books, but your own personal life, nobody has told that, brother. You are going to be the one. And then, why you want to leave her? He said, no, carry on. Then it's all coming to you. They're about to kill you. You don't understand. Joseph got up immediately. He left everything he knew. He must have family, have friends, have things. He just got up. For his seed, he doesn't know him get up. By the way, you know that when he, um, uh, uh, Mary was pregnant, he didn't touch Mary. But that's what she chastity after he married. He didn't touch Mary. No matter how the thing is upon him. Oluwa is involved. <laughs> think about discipline. Think about sacrifice. He can't touch. You know, this is God's time. They gave birth and God said, carry your bag, leave. And when he left, it wasn't, wasn't like, God, what next? Until God said what was next, he remained in the last instruction. They were audacious and courageous. Mary and Joseph were pres- preserved by instructions. So the question is, who is leading you? To see light in the dark, you have to be led by God. One of the ways you see that light in the dark is to obey. You need to obey God. Another thing you need to learn is to learn to look beneath the chaos. Beneath all your sin, Nigeria, can you be asked the Lord, Lord, somebody reached out to me and said, P.I., remember when we started praying over the Naira? And all I know is this. I don't know the full depth of this old Naira thing. There are different theories to it. But we can trust God that it will work together for our good. I saw a picture of a, um, is it for organizer or somebody now that has POS? Tomato seller. Um, Ginnika um, bought from a tomato seller that has POS now. <laughs> Interesting times. Execution might be terrible, might not have been great, but we trust God that all things will work together for good. But remember when they changed that narrow note, and even me, I saw, I'm like, it will keep, what, what? and the Lord said, keep quiet. Ah, ah. He said, keep quiet. He said, instead of speaking against it, begin to speak to it. So on the call, we started praying. Naira, you are blessed. 
Nara, you are beautiful. Nara, and the lady said, honestly, when I heard you, I was wondering, what is this one again? I'm about Naira. And she said that, my husband said I should reach out to you, that God is answering prayer. Because her husband is in very heavily involved in this political space and things. That God is answering your prayer, this Naira thing. So, see, if you don't look beyond the chaos, you will curse the very thing you have been praying about. They were praying to God to deliver them. God sent, what's it called? At the same time, where there is killing, there was deliverance being nurtured. At the same time, where they were killing all the children, there was, the Bible says they were wailing, if you read Matthew, wailing across town. I'm sure there was wailing as well. But not knowing that a time is coming where it was the Israel wailing, but a time is coming where to be the Egyptians wailing. How do I know? When the plague came for the sons, which camp was crying? The Egyptians. But some years ago, which camp was crying? The Israelites. So, weeping may enjoy for a night, but joy comes in the morning. So, if you don't look beneath the chaos, you will judge God unfaithful. How can you? I, I wrote it here. Some of you might ask, but why did God deliver all the babies? Why did God? Hey, I don't know. When we get to heaven, we'll understand. But all we know, the one that we will know to this point, all the, are they not working together for good? So, beneath the chaos, in the midst of, in spite of chaos, there's deliverance. On one hand, God was nurturing the deliverer. Other people were crying. So I apologize and I, I sympathize and I empathize with everyone that has gone through one loss or one pain or the other. But listen, don't let us stop your destiny. Don't let us stop your calling. Don't let us stop what you have to learn and grow. Praise God. Another thing I love here is this. The devil fails all the time. And God's counsel prevails. Somebody shout hallelujah. The devil fails all the time. Somebody laugh. <laughs> By now, you should have practiced laughter now. I said, somebody laugh. Some people, they use strong face. Laugh. Laugh. You can't. Or maybe you are starting from there. No problem. You can grow from strong face to. What is your role in navigating? I've told you lessons you can learn from two stories. What is your role in navigating dark seasons or darkness? Number one. This is our way. Grow in the knowledge of God. Your knowledge of, of who God is will go a long way to help you. In fact, it's the bedrock of your faith, your strength, whatever. If you don't judge God faithful, you will, you will join the mourners, you will mourn, you will do t-shirts. God, why you? Say the why me, oh God. You will do whatever. You go, you like you do, you, you say whatever. If you don't judge God faithful, you don't know that God is a just God and He will not leave you stranded. So you might weep, you might cry, but you can trust that He's a good God. Praise God. Number two, you need, faith and, you need faith and courage in dark seasons. Because God will not stop giving you instructions. That's when God will tell you, buy shares, buy land. I say, they say Nigeria is going on. I say, buy land. I say, buy land. I don't know, maybe that's for somebody. Invest. Do something. Say, hey, they say it's crashing. You know, it's crash. Ask the Lord. Partner with the Holy Spirit. Praise God. I have personal testimonies about this. When the Lord told me to do something, it didn't make sense. But I'm looking back now, I'm like, wow, thank you, Jesus. That's, dark season doesn't mean inaction. Even in dark season, the Lord is instructing. So I want to tell you in dark season, birth, speak, grow, develop. In dark season, birth what God has put inside of you. Birth what God is instructing you to birth. Speak life, grow, nurture, develop, learn. You are waiting for a job, but you are not growing your skills. There's something called portable skills now. These are skills that regardless of the industry or where you work, they are inevitable. You need them. Grow, learn. Praise God. 
when pressure attacks and the likes get more intense, you need to ask yourself, what is the devil trying to get me to do or force me to see? I'll say that again. When pressure and attacks get intense, you need to begin to ask yourself, instead of just crying alone, you can cry in your eyes, you need to ask yourself, what is the devil getting, trying to get me to do? To abort my dream? Or what is the devil forcing me to see? To see people in the wrong lights? To judge God unfaithful? And what is God trying to do? These are the questions you need to ask. The devil will not come to an empty vault. Why is it after I got that word, all things are happening? Somebody said something. I think Peter was telling me that. He said, God said that some people, the man was saying that there are some people, they are destined. You don't want to miss those moments. No matter, Naomi and Ruth, you think it was easy for Ruth to follow Naomi? She lost her, her two sons and her husband. She must not have been the happiest person. She must have been cranky. She must have had mood swings. She must have been, when she sees Ruth, you don't think she remembers, hey, my son is dead. You think that must have been the best person to, to, to nurture you? But thank God for Ruth. By sticking to destiny. Look at what. She is one of the four women, that, a, a stranger, that, 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 that are part of the geology of Jesus Christ. What am I saying? In that season, get over your emotions. Fast. Over your emotions. I got to church. Something happened as I was coming in. Something happened this morning. And the Lord reminded me of my message. I just went back to say, ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 hallelujah, glory to God. Oh, ha, 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 don't come and do me anyway. This message, I must leave it, ha, 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 You see, it was, it was mechanic. After a while, look at me, glory to God. You must learn to tell yourself, me and Moji, we have this work, empty, call yourself, ah, what's wrong with you? Come on, come on, get over it. Get over yourself. Find something, anchored in the word. Mm. I don't know why I'm saying this is coming to my spirit. If the devil can get you, for instance, get David, pressure David to have killed Saul, the testimony would have been different. I'm telling you something. I don't know why God is saying I had to learn it. The things that happened to me, if I stepped out of purpose, I would not be standing here. Things were done to me, said to me. Sometimes the assault is against your destiny. It has nothing to do because the devil likes you. It's what you carry. It has nothing to do because you are... Perhaps special or where you're coming from is what you carry. Perhaps you are the Moses our nation is waiting for. But the devil is making you to only confess the negative over Naira, confess, and you that's supposed to be the deliverer. You have created a blog on why Nigeria is not working. It's not even to add what will happen. Identify it and speak. I'm not saying don't speak against unrighteousness. Please speak about it. The reason why some people want to vote, some people still greed. But the, the Lord, see, people don't know what's going to happen. I will tell you. See your thumb. You will go to that pulling boot with, not as a beggar. Not as one, the one that the Holy Ghost, because the same spirit is not anti spirit in your tomb, it's the Holy Spirit in your tomb. So you cannot tomb anyhow. You can some of you, your hand will do like this and turn it to where it should be. I'm not joking. The prayer I'm praying, the prayers we are praying for the sake of a nation. Eyes will be open. Can I digress a bit? For second kings, the Bible says four lepers. Four lepers. They went. Lepers and the Lord made the enemy to hear a mighty sound. You're saying your vote does not count? Your vote is a mighty sound. Your vote represents a seed that God can use. Your vote. So, Parvato, you did not collect PVC. Let me give you a job. You're going to go and be recruiting PVCians. People that have PVC. And people say, Praise and gentlemen, I don't have PVC, but I'm joining you. I'm giving you that assignment. Go, go and begin to do the necessary. Go and collect your PVC. The Lord said to me, I'm coming. Have you not seen what the devil is doing? People are collecting PVC, but now people don't say PVC anymore. People are looking for Naira. Have you noticed? Nobody's shouting about PVC anymore. 
and it's going to end today or when is it supposed to end? Nobody's talking. In the last one week, we've been quiet on PVC because the pressure increased. I said, when the devil begins to increase the assault, that's when you get more resolute. So when Foyer was praying about tenacity, you had to stubbornly refuse to be held captive. For the first time, people are gathering. There was strike. They, no, but we didn't see governors come together and go and sit down because of Naira. Look at the passion. It's not because they love you. Because they will start to love you. Because I'm constructing with my word. I see the, your governor will wake up. Oh my God, my state. How I love this state. If the Lord can humble Nebuchadnezzar, there's no body. God cannot be speaking about the year of the Holy Spirit because he thinks that Nigeria will end in, in February. It's the year of the Holy Spirit, not first quarter of the Holy Spirit. You have to pray with understanding. One of the things the devil has plagued Africa with is greed. That's why they will sell their brothers for slavery. Or you both stop slavery, Africans say no. But no more. So in your life, as your as a see, this thing is a negative connection to negate the fact that we are hospitable people, we're hospitable people. It's a negative connection against what God has raised us to be. It's the devil fighting our destiny because we are loving people. Have you heard about when you're growing up? Everybody grows a child. Loving people. But the devil is fighting this. So even as you do your work, as you serve in church, you must be sure that spirit is not finding expression in you. It's a greeting, wicked spirit that doesn't think about anybody else but themselves. That's why you go late to a job. That's why you don't do the work well. It's a manifestation of part of it. And you must fight it and resist. In the name of Jesus. So you will go there and if, you, if I hear it's a religion, it's my tribe. If I hear that in anybody's mouth, when the Bible says in Christ Jesus there is no Jew, there is no Greek, there is no this. You are here saying that the tribe is a this. You are going to partner with God. Are you going to think right? Look at right things. Can I ask you a question? If you, can you marry who you are putting out? Can you marry the person that you are about to vote? Can that person, can you entrust that person to be the guardian of your children? You, give, you get a multi-billionaire contract from the whatever world and you say, give us a CEO. Can you make that person a CEO? If your answer is no, then you're wicked. But not you in Jesus' name. Where was I? <laughs> when, it, when it gets into it, so Lord, we pray, we will get our PVCs. See the distraction? See the things? Just to make, we, we just forgot PVC. Because truly, how would they even get to the place to collect PVC when they can't enter transport to pay transport? They can't enter transport. They can't do anything. But we ask for favor. No, we just ask for another extension of this PVC collection in the name of Jesus. Some of you, let me give you an assignment again. As you're going to on the street of Lagos from now on, Nigeria, begin to laugh. Ah, ha, ha. This constituency, ha, ha, ha. we've deployed angels already. Ha, ha. People who don't know what has come over them. How do I know? Find scripture. Dairos, Cyrus. The king could not sleep because of Mordecai. Who took his sleep? Who took his sleep? Who took his sleep? I said, people that are going to function. When I don't say, Kilo Shemi, you know? Aha. Because God rules and reigns in the affairs of men. Your fellowship with the Holy Spirit will help you. You cannot be overemphasized. There's no way you'll progress in the dark season if you don't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. 
Instructions preserves, promotes, and creates opportunities for you. That's how you proceed and progress in that season, through instructions. And lastly, God never fails. He's never caught on guards. He's not caught stranded. He's not scratching his head. So if Eden level shall laugh, what's your response? Laughter. So this morning we're going to end service in another way. Laughter service. What to do in dark season? Trust the one that is the controller of all seasons, including the dark. You see, your God does not use torchlights in the dark because he is light himself. He doesn't need anybody to illuminate the dark himself. He navigates the dark because he created the dark. So therefore, if he's the author and the finisher of your faith, if he's a laughing in heaven, what is your response? So I know that might, the devil might make it look frustrating this week. You can't find error. You can't, you find favor with your office. They will say maybe you should work from home. Or maybe when anything happens, you can't find error. As you are crying, we won't begin to laugh cry. Because I'm not denying the impact of these things. But for the glory set, for the joy set ahead, I will endure this. I will despise this shame. I will laugh. I will rejoice. No matter what the devil brings our way, joy comes in the morning. Though the night may be weary, joy is coming in the morning. Joy has come. Joy has come.